Hello and welcome to Housewives and Me, a podcast about why we love the real housewives. I'm your host, Connor Bean, and welcome, welcome along. I hope you're doing well. I don't know if you got to do anything romantic for Valentine's Day. Maybe you did Galentine's Day. I know people who do Palentine's Day, where you celebrate your friends in general. So whatever you got up to, whether you are single, loved up, or just ignoring it altogether, like myself, <laughs> I hope you're keeping well. I know things are really hectic and crazy at the moment and hopefully this show is a little bit of escape for you as you go about your day. I'm very excited about today's guest of course is the one and only Irish pop icon Samantha Mumba. Um, Lots of fun stuff has been happening on Real Housewives recently. The first part of the Salt Lake City reunion was such a gag. I'm really enjoying the combo of Drag Race UK and uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City on Thursdays. If you're not watching Drag Race UK by the way it's amazing. But yeah, I'm just so fascinated by what went down on that reunion. I I know she wasn't the nicest, but I still cannot get enough of Lisa Barlow. I don't know why I find her so entertaining. Like even when she was talking about her kids and she started crying, her voice went down six octaves. I mean, I just cannot get enough. Um, I'll talk about Salt Lake City and the reunion a bit more in coming episodes that I've done with some guests. But uh, today we do get into Salt Lake City and all the housewife cities because Samantha Mumba is a proper real housewives fan. It turns out, who knew? I certainly didn't before we did the podcast. So, without any further ado, let's get straight to it. Here is Samantha Mumba on Housewives and Me. My guest today is an Irish pop singer, actress, and a bit of an Irish pop culture icon as well. You will know her for songs like Gotta Tell You, Body to Body, Baby Coming Over, and many more. And you may or may not know this, but you do know, she's also a huge fan of The Real Housewives. I am so excited to say this. Samantha Mumba, welcome to Housewives and Me. I am so honoured to to be a part of all of this. Like, I'm getting to live my housewife's dream right now. (laughs) I'm so shook because I think I, I mean, I've I've been lucky enough to kind of know you from work stuff for over the years. And we've worked at different things and hung out at different things and like, when I launched this, you kind of mentioned to me about Housewives and I was like, wait a damn minute. I had no idea you watched Real Housewives. And I thought maybe, oh, she she catches a bit of Beverly Hills here and there. You were like, no, no, no. I oh, watch no. all of them. Oh, no, 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 no. Like this is, it, it brings me much immense, immense joy and happiness <laughs> watching Housewives. So I am on top. And even like, I, I think I messaged you earlier even saying, I still have one episode. What do I have? I have the new Salt Lake City that aired last night that I didn't get to catch up on before this call. But otherwise, I am fully up to date on all of my shows. Okay. She has (laughs) done her. Okay. She has done her homework today. Um, So you're watching. You're watching all the shows at the moment. But I'm so curious. How did you get into Real Housewives? Literally. I I mean, I just love trashy reality TV anyway, to be totally honest. Um, And so like back from... When it first ever started, I'm trying to think, would my first one, I'm trying to think, I think it would have been Housewives of New York. And then was the second one OC? OC was the first. So then I would have started with that and then it went on to New York and and then it was kind of going to, and I don't know why, I really wish they'd bring back um, Miami. I loved Miami. There are actually rumours that they might, there's talk of them bringing Miami back this year. Are there? You've obviously, you're obviously on the right wavelength with Bravo. They should have you working there. So yes, big fan. And and what drew you to? Because you said you love trashy reality TV, but Housewives, it's its own unique beast and even each city is so different. It absolutely is. And so I I think probably 
the initial one well that would make sense then if OC was the first one because obviously that's close enough to home for me as in you mm-hmm. know I'm in LA um so I think it kind of fascinated me even I don't know it just fascinated me just seeing it and seeing them um and just being that nosy person you know I love um, you know, if you go for a walk in the evenings and someone leaves their curtain open, like I just love being nosy. Oh my god! I kind of see behind the front door. Um, I do that so too. it's kind of that perfect opportunity of that, and they're so glam and they're nuts. Um, it just got me. I've just, you know, as obviously it's gotten so many people. I started watching it with my mom, and we still. She now would be very. She only watches the Beverly Hills one now. That's the one she loves. But I, which shocks me, because I genuinely like love all of them. I really do enjoy, yeah, I enjoy them all. Now, New York would probably be the least favourite. Of, of yours? Yeah. Why? Uh, I mean, I think when you think back to like the earlier seasons, especially like the first few seasons, I thought they were brilliant. Now, I don't know. I think Leah brought this last season back to life for me a little bit. Yeah, um, true. I think she's incredible and just fun and just very authentic um but yeah i mean don't get me wrong i still watch every single season but i did i have found kind of the past few seasons i'm like eh, it's not holding my attention as much that's so funny though because i think you have that hardcore fan thing that i have where i'm like i watch them all even if uh, if someone said to me is this season good i'd be like oh no but i watch every week no like, but i'm still watching yeah, I still yeah. Miss it. yeah. <laughs> it's so part of your routine i'm like but i clearly carve out 40 minutes a week for this one city like don't get it twisted i would never miss a beat exactly it's so weird and you mentioned it's funny you mentioned your mom because i was actually about to ask you have you either in the states or here in ireland because in ireland i think people have gotten on board a bit later have you gotten friends into like you know i'd love if you watch this kind of like suggesting like perhaps you might enjoy this program Perhaps you might. Um, you know, I, I, I mean, maybe I just, because I am such a diehard fan, I presume that everybody knows about The Real Housewives. And apologies if there's a click-clack in the background. I have a puppy and she she's click-clacking Aww. around the floors. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I kind of presume that everybody knows about that. To be to be honest, I have definitely been telling people, you know, my, my new favorite trashy shows which I know is off off market for what we're talking about would be the love after lockup the 90 day fiance and oh. um, I'm just very they just yeah they're unbelievable tv but I mean yeah I presume who doesn't know about the real housewives and honestly I don't know if I can trust somebody who doesn't know about that franchise at least one of them you know yeah I actually that's a <laughs> I think that's how I'm going to go through life from now on. I'm like, you haven't heard of Housewives? We're done here. We can't be friends. (laughs) This conversation's over. (laughs) Um, So you're saying you watch them all. You're you're saying New York, you're not super hot on. What cities are your faves then? And what, like, what ones are the ones that you like really get excited when they're on? Um, so yeah, and I mean, again, of course, I still watch New York, but if I had to pick, you know, of all of them, it would be my least favorite. Um, what I've just, I'm loving, and I know it's the newest one, but Salt Lake City is great. I mean, God, I just, I love them all for different reasons. Um, yeah, Orange County, love, will always love. Um, Atlanta, I go through phases with, but I'm, I've been watching every single episode of this new season. Well, I watch them all, but, um, I think this season has been pretty good so far. Um, what other ones do we have? New York, OC. Oh, Beverly Hills. Yeah, that that's not on at the moment, obviously. But um, yeah, I mean that's a classic. 
So it's interesting you're saying you love OC because I found OC a bit hit or miss this season. Maybe it's just because of all the COVID stuff. Like they never really got much of a run at a storyline. Like I feel like the OC vibe of people is very different this year. Are you still kind of into it? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree in that sense that there hasn't been a whole lot to go on. I mean, there's still moments, though, that just make me laugh. I mean, I just think Shannon is a mess. Yeah. Um, and even just, I was just finishing up. So obviously there's going to be three parts, but I just finished up part two of the reunion um, a little while ago. I don't know. Are you fully up to speed? Or I know sometimes the air dates. Yeah, so it's 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 on like our streaming service. I just haven't had a chance to watch today, but it is actually the last part of reunion. They only did two parts this year because they obviously. Didn't what am I have saying? They did because about. they just did a mocktail mocktail cheer. Sorry, why why did I even say that? Yes, you're right. Yeah, but sorry. usually you, but there would be three episodes. That's the mad thing. Yeah, I suppose had yeah. there been more content or whatever, then there probably yeah. would have. But no, I kind of still enjoyed it. I enjoyed um, the new cast member. Um, I can, yeah, I mean, look, I just, I enjoy it. And maybe I like that because it's like, you know, it's, it's local to me. So I don't know. I'm going to start watching OC with like a magnifying glass to see if you like walk by in the background, just out for a walk on the beach. I'm like, oh, there's Samantha <laughs> on Elizabeth's boardwalk. I'm like, oh, my neighbors are here. You'd be like, hey, girl. <laughs> Heard you giving away a Ferrari, love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't want that Rari if you're not driving it, Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god stop I joke and then it'll happen that's always what happens I'm like oh there she is <laughs> if I ever bump into any of them I will for sure be sad. actually I did I have bumped into a few of the Beverly Hills ones at events and stuff years ago um, but really? for sure I'll be sending you any selfies if I bump into any um, please do any, any of the newer ones yes <laughs> so who have you had run-ins with from Beverly Hills um, I would have seen Lisa Vanderpump a few times um, oh. and also I think I do have a selfie with her um, actually a few of them oh sorry my god we're leaving out New Jersey who's them um, you can't curse on a podcast can you <laughs> yeah you can curse as much as you want mad bitch from New Jersey <laughs> the one who um, got married last season but she's just she's best friends with Teresa but she's a psycho Oh, Danielle. Um, Danielle. So I have a You bet Danielle. Danielle. <gasps> I did at a gifting suite in LA years ago. I'm going to find that photo and send it to you when this is over. I oh, met her God, and then I met, um, oh God, from Beverly Hills then. My, and by the way, this is, my brain just doesn't function anymore. And um, probably too much reality TV. But, um, <laughs> same. Oh my God, where's my head? Beverly Hills, uh, long dark hair. Ugh. Maurizio uh, was Kyle? a like Kyle. Kyle. Of course, I could yeah. hear those. Um, yeah, I've been with Kyle as well. So there you go. And was it like, what were you chatting and being like, oh, let's get a picture? Or were you, did you go full fan? You're like, I'm just such a fan of Housewives. No, I didn't. Um, well, we, well, when it was Danielle, me and my friend, um, we were just giggling because she's just so mad and we were just so excited yeah. just to get the photo. Um, yeah. And like low-key scared because she's such a psycho. Um, <laughs> yes. But no, it was, she was, she was, she was Danielle. She was great. Um, and then Kyle, it was just at an event. So it was just, just took a photo and kept it, you know, kept mm. it moving, kept it cute. So I'm definitely digging out those photos. Yeah, please. <laughs> oh God, they're such good ones. They're all really like iconic ones that people know. Danielle, like Danielle I'm, I'm is... proud of the Danielle, but I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I just came in like love and light, Samantha, love and light. Uh-huh. Lovely to meet you all. <laughs> oh, oh my god I would be scared if it was if I met Danielle like I would want the photo but I'd be like walk up slowly literally we were the same we were just giddy 
totally yeah. giddy. Don't approach yeah. too fast. Walk up slowly. Yes. Politely introduce yourself. <laughs> Move back a little bit if she moves too fast. Like just, <laughs> oh my God. I'm so jealous. Okay, so that's interesting. I was actually going to ask you about that. So I'm very excited we got to discuss that. Um, the yes. thing is like, obviously, I mean, you're a singer. You, you've been famous for a long time. You've done telly. You've done reality TV and all that kind of thing. When you watch Housewives, do you watch it purely as like a fan of the shows or does your like kind of showbiz brain go, I wonder now, oh, the editing. Oh, like, do you think about that stuff at all or does your brain just switch off and you get to have No, I don't care. I just want to, I want it all. I don't care. (laughs) I'm 100% just invested whether I know it's, you know, um, editing or otherwise. No, I love it. Love it, love it, love it. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's great I'd, I'd be worried if I ever did a TV show I'd be like oh it's ruined it now for me you know this is my one escape yeah, I no, don't want no, it no I agree because I think um, and in other shows I mean some things I think are just very obvious but I just feel like with them even with the editing I mean you can just tell when they're absolutely wasted genuinely and you know falling mm. into bushes and like whatever way you edit that it's just good TV also you know? I feel like and this is maybe problematic but I feel like Irish people okay we know that like People in Ireland can drink a lot. That's maybe not a good thing. But it does mean that we know when someone is pissed, pissed. And when I watch Housewives and they're like, I'm so drunk. I'm like, no, she's not drunk. But when they're really drunk, I'm like, whoa. Like, I've seen drunk and you're up there. Yes. Yes. It goes. Yeah. There's like no in between. It goes from, I'm so drunk. This is fun. And, you know, they're not. But then it's like, oh, my God. No, wait a second. Like, (laughs) she's. (laughs) Can someone call a taxi? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's so good. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I actually forgot. I've been in. Wait, I don't think I made this show. But I actually have been in. um, uh, And this is going back years. So uh, Beverly Hills, Housewives of Beverly Hills. um, She's not on the show. I think she popped on as a guest once or twice last season. And she divorced her plastic surgeon husband. And always had the worst extension. Adrian. So I was at a a party. She really did. She has too much money for her extensions to look like that. She just just has too much money for that to be acceptable. Um. But I was at her house at a party and they were all there. So I did see all of the Beverly Hills ones there. I just didn't do photos or anything. Um, and what was weird about that was um, because they were filming the show, <gasps> there was no music. So we were at this glamorous, over-the-top, beautiful party at her house. And But there was no music, if that makes sense. They had to keep stop. Once they were doing a scene, the music had to be cut off. So that made it a bit weird. How did I forget oh about God. that? I actually just remembered that now. I talked to you about this. Totally forgot about that. But yeah. This is your um housewife therapy session. A lot of things are gonna yes. come up and we just address them when they rise. And that's <laughs> that's the process. <laughs> Which is now one of your songs. Oh my god, we'll get to that later. Wow. I love all... that. I love that. <laughs> Dropping it in. Absolutely. <laughs> that is so funny. I never thought about that, but about no music. Like I can imagine like if there's no music all year is like the clink of the all glass or someone's shoes it just made it a carpet. bit weird because it was such a gorgeous party and there'd be music and then all of a sudden the music would just stop and it'd be like okay <laughs> guess they're filming again yeah you should have been like guys I'm a singer don't worry you can just start singing acapella <laughs> just to keep the mood up <laughs> don't worry guys it I got this it was a gorgeous party though <laughs> god I'm I'm jealous of your run-ins um I, well, actually, I I mean, I don't know if this counts as a run-in, but I've wanted to ask you about this for ages. So one of your singles, I'm Right Here, which is still a bop, was co-written by Candy Burris, who people would now, of course, know from Real Housewives of Atlanta. She obviously has an amazing yes. music career as well. I mean, 
how did that come about at the time? And have you ever spoken to Candy? Do you watch Atlanta now and go, oh, she wrote one of my songs? Like, <laughs> yeah, I watch it going, huh, wonder if she's gotten a royalty check recently. Um, <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> I'm, um, I'm curious. No, so I'm, I'm not in contact with her and I don't talk to her. But yes, I do watch the show. And at the time, I suppose, when I did that song, I mean, obviously... Um, she was in a girl group herself back in the day, but she would have been a prominent writer. So at the time, I just would have known her as, oh, this is the girl. Here's a song um, that you can have. She wrote, you know, for TLC. And, you yeah. know, they would have been artists that I absolutely idolized and loved myself. So um, I didn't obviously know her as a housewife. Obviously, she wasn't one then. Um, yeah. But I just loved the song. And I do think she's a really, really good songwriter. Um, but, yeah, that is random random connection <laughs> and it's funny because um i think since watching her on atlanta i've kind of picked up on when i hear a song she's written now i can always kind of like just hear her influence in it and when i listen to i'm right here now i'm like oh my god you can hear a little bit of candy you actually now. totally can yeah you yeah it's can. Mad. totally agree yeah oh we need a storyline on atlanta where you arrive as like on a cameo or as a friend of and candy's like this is my friend samantha she was on one of my songs <laughs> just pop in a little pop-up number like just popping out from the dungeon hi guys <laughs> not the dungeon oh my god well she does have the dungeon <laughs> oh my god you could perform on over dungeon parties i'm sorry Absolutely. imagine you're doing the dungeon tour for six weeks across america i mean listen if this ever happens, I will be calling you saying, Connor, I need a DJ for the dungeon. Please <laughs> come with me. Swim. I wouldn't do it without you. <laughs> I would swim to LA from Ireland. I wouldn't even get a plane. I'd I'd, try, I'd teleport myself. I'd do whatever it took to meet you in LA so we could hang out with Candy Burris. There we don't, go. Don't think that I wouldn't. But like, I mean, funny enough, I was going to ask you, like, would you ever do something like Real Housewives if it came your way? Because it's a big thing to do. Like, have you ever been approached for a show like that? Would you consider it? I have not been approached for the Real Housewives. I just don't know that I, I mean, obviously I live in LA, so I don't feel like I would be a good fit for the Beverly Hills um, or mm. OC, to be totally honest. You know, uh, yeah, no, I, I just don't think that would be a good fit. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't think it's anything we have to worry about anytime soon. Couldn't see. I just don't. I, I don't know. I wouldn't see that. Would you really? I don't know. No, I'm just curious because it's it, it is a format and a thing that requires a lot of the people on. I know it's not like. Oh, it's such a hard job, but like you have to put a lot of yourself on these shows. So it's just, it is a big ask. I mean, I don't know. I think it just has to, I think it works best when it's authentic and when, you know, you really do know the women already in real life. Um, yeah. Have you been watching Atlanta, the new season of Atlanta? I have. I'm a bit like, I've said this a bit on the podcast, a few guests the last while, like, I really love seeing Portia's activism and I love that they're not shying away from that in the show. I think that's really important. But mm-hmm. I find that all the other storylines are a bit hit or miss and there's a lot of, this is my friend, this is friend of blood. She's in a yeah. lot of scenes, but she's not got a confessional. I'm like, why are there so many people here? <laughs> like, it's bizarre. Yeah, and I even feel like, um, and actually I've met her a few times back in the day. She's a really sweet girl, the new girl on Atlanta. Um, Drew Sedora. Oh, uh, Drew, yeah. She, she used to yeah. live in LA. Obviously she's an actor. Um, but really, really mm-hmm. genuinely really nice girl girl but I kind of just feel watching this you can just tell that she doesn't really have a relationship with anybody and I just think Mm. she's you know really trying and I don't know I just kind of I don't know it makes me cringe a little bit and so that's what I mean by 
you know, unless it's authentic. Obviously, Eva came on. I don't know that she was necessarily best friends with everybody, but I just feel like she was well able for all of them and brought the, brought, you know, brought what the show needed. I was devastated actually when she left. Um, but I just don't, I just don't see Drew as a good fit for that. And so I feel like that's, you know, that's what I mean by it has to make sense you know for sure and i think the best shows in the franchise the best cities are the ones where there's an existing connection and then we get to see more of it exactly yeah i feel a bit bad for drew as well because i do too the stuff with her husband is very very intense and i'm like um sis this is not easy to watch i can't imagine it's easy to live and then because of covid she's not really with the other women as much so you're like oh my god drew you're just like playing out all your marriage stuff on the show and we don't even know you and i think she feels that and then and i just it just it's just yeah i totally agree it makes me uncomfortable and then even the last episode i know she had all the women over for dinner and she was trying Mm. to do you know this this is what we do in la and she was so dressed up and dolled up and then like the first guest came in i think it was cynthia and she had like runners and like an adidas dress yes. on and you know that they yeah. just didn't give a shit you know and it was just like oh it's just, it's just little things like that made me cringe <laughs> because i knew she was going so full out and i feel like how they dress is their level of respect i feel and yeah. so because they were all for the other than um no I, mean, I mean i guess a few of them were dressed up but for the most part they were all very casual and like I don't know. It just, I just cringed for her. She was just so full out. And the other new girl, obviously slagging her wigs. And it just, I don't know. It just made me uncomfortable. It just made me uncomfortable. Yeah. And I was watching a clip for next week and it was like, Latoya continues to make fun of Drew's oh, wigs. I was like, I was like, I don't feel I can take a whole season of mocking someone's wigs. It's fine in a scene. Like Kenya's good at that kind of past common shade. It's not a yes. whole season storyline. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about the other new girl. I don't know. But um, but yeah, I don't know. It just it's just making me cringe a little bit. We'll see. It's a funny season. Like in that, I think it's only gonna get going now that they're in Charleston for this trip, and there's all the scandal about the trip, and then Cynthia's wedding. I'm like, I think the first six weeks it was like we don't really have any group scenes because it's a dead yes. pandemic. So it's like okay, just put them in a yes. house together. And I love how like they walk in everywhere with like the full masks, and then they sit down, and everything's off, and it's like we're good now. <laughs> Like, or like Marlo wore a hazmat suit but took it <laughs> yes. off in the car I was like what are you doing it's like what's the point she cracks me up I love Marlo I can't even lie oh, she's, she's just brilliant. so off the wall she's brilliant yeah she's calm yeah. as well she's just so calm oh like, completely she's she, it's, she I just yeah she gives me life is there anyone that you would love to see in Real Housewives like uh, any city is there like a famous person you know is interesting or would love to know more about particularly on Beverly Hills they like say Garcelle coming in who's this amazing actress already and people knew her like is there anyone you're, where you're like oh I'd love them to go on Real Housewives Um, so Garcelle love her I didn't think she was a good fit for the show and I know she isn't coming back on the next season sure she isn't um, no she is coming back yeah she is oh she is coming back oh I thought she yes. was coming back <gasps> no oh. she is yeah yeah i think i think oh. she'll be filming a bit more this time because last time it felt like she had so much work she couldn't move around that they were like well if you're around to film please do but like she was like i'm doing this movie i can't do a scene i was like yeah it was a bit weird it was a lot <laughs> yeah. of work and then i just don't ever see her you know in that many movies where i'm like oh god she's that up to yeah. her eyes but yeah i don't know um so yeah so i'm i do really like her i think she's you know um I think she's a good grounding person to have in Beverly Hills. I think she's a little bit more real than some of the other mm. ladies. I don't think she takes any bullshit. So yeah, I thought, you know, I do really, really like her. Um, so I'm interested because I didn't think she was coming back. I would love um, 
for Brandy to be back full time. Really? Why? Kind of. I just, I mean, she's a bit of a train wreck, but I think she's like a good person underneath it all. Um, I loved the drama low-key with her and Denise. I would kind mm-hmm. of love, I mean, yeah. You don't, Are we not a Brandy fan? No, I mean, I the peak Brandy years in Beverly Hills were amazing. I just felt like by the end of her run, it was getting a bit mean and when she came back this most That's recent true. season I could I couldn't get a feel for where she was because I know what you mean I don't think she's a bad person at the back of it at all but there's something about her on that show where it just brings out the kind of the nasty side of her or something like I think she I just like gets she, very insecure yeah. around them and I think she just drinks too much and then she just gets nasty and a bit weird um but I do think it makes good TV but I mean in terms of somebody that isn't already on I don't know um no, I can't. I don't know. I I can't imagine because even when anybody new does come on, um, I, I think it kind of takes a while to warm up to them, doesn't it? So, no, I I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. It's funny you say that it takes a while to warm up to them because it's almost like as a viewer, you're in the friend group as well because you're like, I don't know how yes. I feel about this person, and you're like, I'm not there. Like, it's not for me to decide. Like, <laughs> I start doing the interviews in my head to camera. I'm not sure I feel about this new person. And I'm like, you're not on show, sweetie. So they're yeah, not asking exactly. you. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Um, what are some other... So you mentioned Love After Lockup and 90 Day Fiance. Are there any other, like, American reality shows that if we're in Ireland, we should be, like, making our business to check out i feel like you have the insider tea for us um honestly they are they're it's crucial viewing love after lockup and 90 day fiance um i mean they're they're important (laughs) (laughs) they're important (laughs) do your juicy and watch those shows no i mean in particular love after lockup um it's just the show that keeps on giving truly it's just, oh, what's the it's, premise? Is that like post-prison love? Am I, oh my God, so this means that you've never even seen no episode. Oh no. my God. So it's, you know how um, it can be guys and there's girls who like specifically write to these guys or women that are locked up uh, looking <gasps> for love. And so they have this whole, you know, fantasy relationship. Um, and the then letters. the person actually gets out of jail or prison or whatever it is. Um, and then you just see them try to blend the two lives together. And it's just phenomenal it's so good it's so good please, please i'm almost jealous that you have seasons of this to watch <laughs> this is how yeah, i feel when good. someone starts housewives i'm like oh the journey that lies ahead of you i'm like yes have a ball. A... <laughs> um so they would be um i'm trying to think what else i record but no they are kind of the two main and then have you seen 90 day fiance at all i've seen the look i've seen the clips of it that go viral so i can't like i find the the setup of it so mad that like it's all these different couples who aren't connected but they're all doing the same thing if you know exactly what I mean. it's mad it's so good um but yes lock up, lo- love after lockup and then there's life after lockup so then that's even a, a a separate um you know carry on for the couples that actually do manage to stay together but um, oh good times, God. good times. You, uh, you're just so lucky to have this ahead of you. <laughs> I know, but truly, we're gonna be in lockdown. <laughs> truly, for the next hundred yes, years. Exactly. Forever. I might as well play it up and start a new one. Jesus, oh my God. Okay, so obviously you, you're like me in that you've watched a lot of Housewives, and once you watch a lot of Housewives, you see all the like the cliches and the things that always happen again and again, yes. like how they always order food a certain way or the fake apologies or seeing them pack yes. for a trip. What are some of your favorite Real Housewives cliches? 
I mean, it's hard to tell. I mean, the cliche, whenever there's a dinner at the home, of course, everybody's always trying to outdo everybody. I know there was murder about Denise's ice sculpture last season. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So they're fairly cliche. You know, when there's a dinner, it's not just whoever goes to their friend's house for dinner and that's what they walk into. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so, th- I mean, that's, I think that's pretty cliche with all of them. That bless her heart, I think Drew was trying to um, orchestrate um what are the cliches the trips i think the trips away are usually pretty cliche aren't they there's usually a, a set formula they're always right. arrive somewhere super jet lag they have to go for the dinner they get all dressed up. there's murder the first night you know yeah the daily activities the next day i mean there's i mean there's definitely a formula to <laughs> um what's going to happen on most of those oh basketball wives sorry that just reminded me of basketball wives Did oh you do that one <laughs> No, I another one where I've seen like the memes, but I've never properly watched it. But it does oh, look very lit. Yeah, Connor, yeah. I'm very... please. And that's I love that too because that's based in LA, so maybe that's why I love that one so much. Yeah, because with a lot of the VH1 shows, I'm a bit behind. Like the streaming service I use here, they've added a lot of love and hip hop in the last year or two. So I've been going on that journey, and I'm like, that's. And a funnily whole enough, I don't fish. do love and hip hop. But Basketball Wives, oh my God, please do. But the reason I say that is their formula is quite similar as well. They always have a trip that they go on. Yes. And it's always that same kind of, you know, layout in that regard. Um, yeah. Yeah. The trips are so funny as well because you're so right. There's the first, it's a bit like, a, it's a bit like when you go hold at your mates anyway, but on telly. But like the first night everyone goes too hard. And then I love how there's always murder over the rooms and there's always... The yes! activities are always chosen by production, but they have to pretend they did it. I thought we'd go snorkeling. It's a family tradition of mine. I'm like, you didn't want to go fucking snorkeling. I, and I love when whoever, like, I love how they, like, designate somebody that it's, like, them taking everybody on the trip, which you yes. know they aren't. But they're like, yes. you know, I chose this villa. I picked this place. Um, yeah, that is hilarious hilarious and even again like you're saying about the rooms and they're always being the merge about the rooms you remember was it i think two seasons ago um when luann god love her was just coming through all the shitty stuff she'd gone through and she had the meltdown about being put in the swordfish room <laughs> yeah the fish room oh my god in dorinda's house she was fuming you put me in the fish room i just oh, can't believe notions. it dorinda like the uh. notions Look. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, have I got a bed? Yes. Am I relatively exactly. near a bathroom? And like, to be Grand. fair, like, the shittiest rooms are still gorgeous. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm like, you guys, if that was the room I got, I wouldn't say a peep. I'd be like, yeah, stunning. That's why I'm not on reality yeah. TV, though. Too yeah. nice a person. I'd be like, Grant. They'd be like, we need more. <laughs> like, give us more. Give us, give us a meltdown. Yeah. And I know, by the way, sorry, wasn't there... Um, at one point, didn't they try to do, I know it wasn't a part of the franchise, but wasn't there a, like, Real Housewives of Ireland or of Dublin at some point? So there was Dublin Housewives, which they did a season <laughs> of, and then they got into I'm trouble. I'm so sad I missed it. Yeah, they got into trouble and NBC contacted TV3 at the time, now Virgin Media, and said, you'll need to change the name. And so they changed the name to Dublin Wives because Dublin Housewives was seen as too similar. It was never official and NBC were like, you can have your little show, but you won't be calling it this, which I thought was so funny. But what I ne- now I never saw it, but I would love to see it. And I don't understand, Did it? was it not good? I just feel like it would have been hilarious. No, it was actually quite good. It was one of those things where sometimes it like, they try and do those reality show formats here and there's just not as much budget and like ways to make it last as long as in I think if right, it was an American okay. show if it was filmed by an American company and aired on 
US telly they would have got a good four or five seasons but here I think it was partly just like oh like it's done fine but there's a lot of money to film it this way and it kind of never got the momentum behind it but like right, I mean okay, there's some great enough. moments in it there's a few characters that, that's in a it. regret there's, for me that I've never seen that that is a, a, a life regret for me I'm not gonna lie <laughs> you should come back to Dublin and do Dublin Wise season three and you can be like the, the HBIC in the middle holding a pint of Guinness whatever the symbol would be for Ireland <laughs> I would be so up for that. <laughs> you could be like an Irish Caesar Vanderpump. You could have six dogs, a house oh, full of Jesus glass. Christ. You know, like I can't even, I can like move back to Dublin, reopen barcode and as the biggest bar in Europe and just make it all very glamorous. And, you know, <laughs> I can't Not barcode. <laughs> I'm showing my class at this point. Okay. I'm a classy girl. <laughs> When I tell you I've had some of the best nights of my 20-something-year-old life in Barcode, I am not ashamed to say I was a regular. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like the idea. That's actually, like, that is a show, you know. I'm telling you. there's I've heard worse yeah. ideas, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, there you go. Okay, well, that's actually kind of... That's leading nicely <laughs> to my next question, which is if you were going to be on... A housewife style show or something and they said to you all right we need a tagline what would your tagline be <gasps> oh god um oh god oh god why i feel like this is something i should have had already will we use one of your songs as insp i feel like gotta tell you as okay so i gotta tell you i mean i gotta tell you i'm so cool but it's been a process how do you like oh because let's name the songs <laughs> yes no I, and i do cringe at all of those too but they're so good. You could say like, my new music is cool and it's been a process. <laughs> you know, like the music plays behind them. Yes. I like that one. That's a good one. <laughs> okay, so something else I love to ask everybody on the show is you could have a real housewives dinner party. You can invite a friend of housewives themselves, even their husbands, if you like. Shout out to your Maurizio mention earlier. You no, and, five... and now, no, he put years on me as well, by the way. I, I don't know why I remembered his name, but it certainly <laughs> isn't because, like, I have a thing for Maurizio, let's be clear. But yes, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> so, um, I can have, is it five housewives from any five, season, from yeah, any Five show? people from any show, anywhere. You can have five of them over for dinner. Who are you having over for the dinner party and why? Dead or alive? Well, I, yeah, sure, yeah. Okay. Let's say not on the show anymore, not dead feels a bit extreme. I was like, okay. <laughs> no, but the reason I say, okay, well, first, okay, so Marlo, for sure, is one of the five. Yeah, yeah. And then the reason I asked, um, I just loved her so much. Um, do you remember on The Real Housewives of Miami and she was the mother of um, one of the girls, but she was a, she was just amazing. Oh, Mama Elsa. Do you know who yeah, I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. Oh, she was incredible. Yeah. Um, so her, because yeah. she was just fun. True. Um, so okay, Marlo, she is dead. That's fair. <laughs> yes. So, but but respectfully, I mean, you know, I'm not. Yeah. I, yeah. I genuinely loved her. So so Marlo, her. Um, who else would I have? Hang on, let me think about this one. Oh God, this is so tough. Only five. Well, if you want to throw one or two more in, I'll allow it. Like, it's okay. Not strict guesses. So so Marlo, uh, Mama Elsa, Leah. Oh, yes, from New York, yeah. Definitely, um, what's her name? The redhead from Dallas. Brandy. Brandy. Marlo. Mama Elsa. And who else did I say? Oh, Leah. I think that's a solid dinner party. I think that's a fun 
dinner party. That's an intense group of people as well. Like, because everyone picks such different ones. Some people are like, I just want to have fun. So I picked these. And some people are like, I picked five crazy ones. I feel like you leaned more towards like intense. I went to the crazy, intense, dark. <laughs> I think that would be a fabulous dinner party. Oh God. And then that's not even including any of the Salt Lake. Oh God. Yeah. Who from Salt Lake would you have? Like maybe for like post dinner drinks, someone from Salt Lake pops in. I mean, I just, the one who's married to her grandmother's ex-husband just fascinates me. She just fascinates me. Like I can't deal with her, but she, I just, I'd love her. Yeah. She would fit in perfect with my five. That would finish it off. I think nicely. Yeah. Whenever I see Mary on screen, half of me is like, I don't feel good about this. And the other half of me is like, I cannot look away. Like she's just. Yeah, I can't look away. Yeah, but I don't feel good about it. It's, it's, It's uncomfortable for me. She's uncomfortable for me. Like her eyes are like twitching almost. And she's in that bedroom surrounded by her clothes. You're like, you sleep in this room? Like this is bizarre. Oh, it's just, it's just very strange. It's very strange to me. Salt Lake City, like you're right, has had like has some real characters. Like it is a, it's such an interesting yes. show. They're all quite specific. I think it's specific. very strong for the first season. I think it's very, very strong. And what are your thoughts on Jen on Salt Lake City? Because she seems to kind of divide opinion a little bit. Oh, she's kind of wrecking my head a bit now at this point. I think at the party that she had for her husband, I kind of got a kick out of her before, but at that one, I was like, oh no, you're just a mess. I, I don't know. She, I'm kind of, I'm a bit over her at the moment. Yeah, it's funny with Real Housewives. Like, you want someone who's like crazy and will throw a drink and like. Yeah. And then her husband irritates me as well. That I find that all very strange too. I don't know. Yeah, I'm over her at the moment. Yeah, I'm, I'm so curious what she'll do at the reunion because I feel like she's either going to go too far or she might actually be like, oh yeah, I was a little crazy this year. Haha, <laughs> sorry guys. Like, I'm curious if she'll have a little bit of self-awareness and go, whoops. No, I'd say she'll be batshit crazy. That's true. I don't, I don't know how they do those reunions in the sense that like it is 12, 13 hours trussed up like you're going to your Debs and you're just rehashing the last year of your life. Like... <laughs> Oh, I love, I do live for a reunion. I do live for a reunion. There's, I just, yeah, I love the reunions. I love um at a reunion when it's like the opening, like set up and Andy's like, I'm here with the Real Housewives wherever. And they all go like, hi, Andy. Hi, hi Andy. Andy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd want to do Real Housewives just to be like, hey, Andy, um, yes. my first reunion. I'm a little bit nervous, but. Yes, I love Andy. I do love Andy, I have to say. Yeah, I don't know how he has the patience to do like the re like sometimes at the reunions I'm like he's over this now. He and sometimes he does get over it, and sometimes he literally is just like shut up, like <laughs> enough. Um, but no, he's great. Even with the Potomac reunion, I felt like he was. <gasps> like, the- I knew I was forgetting one. How did I forget Potomac? That's one of my favorites. It's so. What the good. hell? Yeah, I, th- oh, it's I think because so it's just. Yeah, I think because it's just finished, like, we're kind of all like, okay, it was amazing. Maybe but I'm just... more focused on, yeah, the yeah, newer ones. But Potomac on? actually is one of my favourites. Absolutely. The most recent season was incredible. Where, where were you on the whole Monique Candace thing? How did you feel about that? Ugh, okay, so I'm not a fan of Monique. But I will say, I mean, I think by the time I do, oh, I don't know, that's a hard one to say. I just feel like Candace is dragging it and making it much bigger than it was that's not to excuse anything I mean I really really don't like Monique I don't like never have have never she's just never she's just not my vibe at all um Mm -hmm. but but I will say Candace has always been yappy 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 in everybody's face 
and kind yeah. of does act like a little bit of a spoiled brat. And unfortunately, somebody actually re- retaliated from that. Um, but you could see, I mean, you could even see Monique's face that episode. It was disgusting. I mean, she just, she was out for blood 100%. But by the time the reunion had come around, I mean, I was kind of over Candace as well, to be honest. Yeah, it's tricky, isn't it? It's like, as you say, it's not remotely excusable. But when no. someone is really goading you, you're almost like, oh, well, they shouldn't have snapped. But you also can't just be like, oh, well, hit me down, hit me down, hit me down. Exactly. You can't After just continually a, do that like, to people. Yeah. And of all yeah. the people on Potomac, I mean, I could have told her, Monique is probably the one that's going to slap the shit out of you at some point if you keep <laughs> doing that. So, I mean, I don't know. I just don't think she would have been, I don't know. But again, but I'm, I I really can't, I yeah, can't stand Monique anyway. But um, yeah, I was kind of over both of them at that point. Yeah, and it's re- it, re- it really split the cast in half as well. Which And then watching Karen try and play both sides of that was kind of almost hilarious because Karen is so like, Karen is such a diplomat and also camp. She's like, oh, well, I couldn't possibly pick a yes, side in this. It's but like, she Karen. would have been, by the way, the additional dinner guest um, if we were adding to that. Um, oh, yes. It would have be been amazing. Karen that we added. But yeah, I mean, look, I, I mean, I, I do really enjoy, I really enjoyed last season. Um, I love Potomac. Yeah, and it's like, do you know what? Actually, it's funny because earlier on you made the point that I think is a really good one about when they kind of know each other. And like with Potomac, there's so much shared history. Like Robin and Giselle are proper yes. mates. And then like Karen yes. and Giselle are frenemies, like all that stuff. Yes, like they have legitimate history, no things on each other, you know. And I think that that does make a huge difference. Um, It just makes it, it's more authentic because it is more authentic. So, um, but yeah, what a show. I'm disgusted with myself for forgetting about Potomac. It's funny though, because for a while on this podcast, I felt like all I did was talk about Potomac. So it's almost like funny that I was like, I'm having a break from bringing it up. And then I was like, you know what? Sorry, I just have to talk about the Real House of Potomac again. <laughs> I just have to bring it up. It's like, I'm like an evangelist for it. I'm like, you really, honey, you really need to watch. I'm like stopping strangers on the street. I know you have a face mask on. Please read my lips when I say watch the Real House. Like it's just watch it's... the Real Housewives of Potomac. Yeah, no, it's so good. It's so good. I, yeah, yeah. Who's your favorite on Potomac or in general? Yeah, Potomac. Ooh, I mean, I I think Karen just had a really good season, so I'm very much Team she Karen. Did. She did. Gis- Giselle broke my heart a bit this year because I usually like Giselle, and I felt like she's so usually quite good at being shady and a bit mean but you still like her and this season she went too far into just shady i was like giselle i know you're not that much of an asshole but you're making this really hard yeah (laughs) yeah i agree because i love giselle i just think she's she's just fab she to me is like goals when i'm that age um i just think she's beautiful i think she's funny like i would love a night out with i just think they're so much fun but yeah i agree um karen was definitely it was and it was good seeing her drop her persona a little bit and um, yes. her husband and stuff, you know, it just made it a bit more real. But um, yeah. What are your thoughts on Dr. Wendy? Um, I mean, honestly, it's the walk down the stairs that makes me like her. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, um, I, I, I wasn't a huge fan over the season, but then every time I see that clip of her, like I don't, how she does it going down the stairs, that kind of in- made her endearing to me. Um, so I could take her a lever to be honest. Um, you know, and and how many times she said she had she was a doctor and she had it just got funny. Um, and it was funny seeing kind of I don't think Karen really knew what to do with her because she had the education to back it up. You know, I don't think Karen was used to that. Um, so that was funny. But um, yeah, I could take her lever. But I do that walk. I loved. 
Yeah, and actually, it's funny. I always, that was one of my favorite things. Season was a the walk and her then being able to laugh at it. But also, I yes. loved how her and Karen like. I think her and Karen are very similar. And I think Karen for the first time was like, "Oh, okay, yeah. who's you this? know what it is? Which she is, was well yeah. able for Karen and had the degrees yeah. to back it up, as she yeah. told everybody about a million times. But no, it was <laughs> funny seeing them kind of go head to head because she definitely wasn't afraid of Karen remotely. So, um. And, you know, I think especially the newer girls or whenever anybody, you know, kind of first comes on that show, I do feel like there is an air of, you know, maybe respect for Karen that I don't think Karen got. And I don't think she could cope with that. Um, But yeah. (laughs) I think Karen's ego was a little bit bruised at first because she thought, so Dr. Wendy's not going to massage my ego for a couple episodes. But I was like, that for us as viewers is great TV because you're like, okay, Karen, I love you, but like, someone had to shake you a bit. Exactly. Yeah, no, it's good. It was great TV. Yeah, for sure. I'm so curious what they'll do for the next season because Monique's not coming back, but Candace is. So I'm like, where will they all stand with each other now? Because the lat reunion was intense. It was a lot, wasn't it? Yeah. And even Monique's husband, I was like, oh my God. Um, uh, you know, I feel like it's going to be really good. I feel like Giselle's um, pastor is going to have to at some point. Um, I think there'll be more with that personally, but who knows? Yeah, is Jamal here? Is he lives in the phone? I mean, that was fucking iconic. I was like, he does live in the phone. They're not. It's not even shady. He does. Like, where is he? Jamal lives in the phone. <laughs> yeah, but I don't oh. know. It's just it's a hard. Yeah, I I don't know. I think Potomac never disappoints. To be totally honest, I do. And 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 even aside from that, then we have again, of course, my brain. I, I clearly have zero cells in my head. Um, <laughs> what's her name? Whose husband keeps getting caught with strippers or slapping the guys? Ass. Oh, Ashley and Michael. Ashley yeah. and Michael Darby. I mean, I just think they're the gift that keeps on giving. It's like. Just when you think it, it, that actually made me uncomfortable this last season. I just thought it was, I mean, and she handles it. She really should be a politician because she handles everything so well and so unbothered. But you just know, I think this season she kind of let that guard down a little bit. But um, yeah, who knows? Yeah, how does she, you're right. How does she deal with like, yeah. when she's, when like, they're like, um, Ashley, we've seen these texts. And she's like, so me and Michael, like she is like a politician because she's always able to spin it. She's like, we actually, it's funny because, and you're like, no, no, there's no yeah, way you knew about this. Like, there's no, no way. Yeah, she's, she's so good at spinning it. So yeah, she should be a politician, a publicist, something. Yeah. She's really good. <laughs> I'd never thought of it like that. But you know, when you like, when you watch a politician interview and they actually always go, it's funny you ask that because actually you meant this. And you're like, that's not what they asked you. That's literally what Ashley does. Exactly. Exactly. exactly oh my god yeah. that is so funny god yeah. oh god. i still i love it i'm very excited for season six maybe one day she'll see sense be like i don't need michael darby in my life anymore i know i thought that was super bossy of her reversing the um the prenup the, to the postnup i thought that was very very clever um yeah but yeah i mean we'll see but as she's just ha- well she's pregnant she, she's still pregnant i had the baby i don't know but they're on baby now, she, aren't they so yeah she's pregnant if she hasn't had the kids she will soon or she I don't has follow yeah. her on on the socials so i don't know but yeah um 
but what a show. So no, I think the next season is going to be amazing. Do you keep up with any of the Real Housewives like on social media? Like as you said, like maybe ones you like or even when the show's not airing or are you, are you one? I'm a bit like, I like to just see them on the show. I don't really follow I them kind of am Instagram. as well. I don't really. So like I'll go through phases. I'll follow Giselle for a while and then I'm like, eh, I'm over it. So then I'll unfollow her. I followed Leah for a while and then it was like, no, I don't actually really want to know you really. <laughs> like you said, yeah. I just want to see them on the show. So yeah, so otherwise I actually don't follow any of them. Yeah, because they kind of spoil the show sometimes because they'll be like I'm here filming and I'm like I don't want to see this because it's going to yeah. be on TV in nine months I don't need to see yeah, this yeah exactly yeah no I just want it as the show I like the way you think so yes. obviously you watch your housewives but you are busy with the music so I do want to talk about this how has it been you put out two singles kind of the tail end of 2020 be cool and process which you mentioned yes. in your tagline because it's all yes. about the branding <laughs> you had two you managed to get two songs out in 2020 which is at, at a feat when you think how much got put on hold for all of us so how was it putting those songs out and are you excited to possibly put out more music in 2021 oh my god absolutely i mean i think a lot of that was just me needing to prove to myself and not feel like the boy who cried wolf anymore because i felt like i had so many false stop and starts you know i was really supposed to release in 2019 that didn't happen and then in 2020 early and then obviously covid happened and it just didn't mm-hmm. feel um appropriate to me it just didn't feel like good time um so now I'm really I feel like I've kind of pulled the plaster off you know in that regard so I do feel really good um I think I'd said to you obviously not on the podcast but I'm uh, already back in the studio as well I have a lot of stuff that I'd already uh, recorded and have um but I am back in the studio now it's kind of just spurred me on even more and just to get an idea of people you know kind of what people want I suppose and so heavily uh, this week and last week we've been focusing on club dance bops which um, (gasps) I am very very happy with very excited by um, and really just wanting to kind of keep it going so to be honest the singles that have come out at the end of the year I don't know that they'll necessarily make the album Um, but for me it's just about putting music out there and just you know um, yeah, definitely. So um, 100% there will be something else coming, uh, I believe, sometime in May as of now, and then hopefully later on in the summer too. So I'm very excited. But it's it's so hard because even, you know, talking about club bops and really wanting to do, you know, that that whole vibe and that genre of music, it's hard when nothing's open. So, um, yeah, you know, I don't know, who knows? It's so hard to say, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah. there was so much like dance, great dance pop, like came out last year and every time so-and-so was like here's my new song it's a dance song you were like amazing i need to take my mind off the pain of the world around me also i can't dance to this in a club like it's so funny so yeah so it's hard so obviously i would love to be able to be doing club gigs and promoting them myself and um that whole thing but so we'll, we'll see but in the meantime very very focused on music just focused on doing the best and putting out the best that i can and um, but a lot more to come and obviously you know if I'm being totally honest, I have saved a lot of the really, really good stuff um, for this year. So no, I am excited. Definitely. And you're doing this kind of all yourself, right? Like you're self-releasing, you're yes. handling it all yourself. Like, what is that like? Because when you came up as a pop star initially, you were part of like a big label and it was a sort of team pop boom. And now yeah. obviously it's, you're, you're driving the ship yourself. What's that like? Is it fun or is it difficult or is it both? It's both. It's an absolute nightmare and absolutely enjoyable. I mean, if I'm being totally honest, it's so much work. Um, but yes, everything is under my own label, Mumba Music Worldwide. Um, so that feels really, really good. But it is, you know, it, it's a lot of work. But I am 
not afraid of that and enjoying it. So, um, you know, things are taking a little bit longer, but I just really want to, you know, I'm really just trying to make sure that I'm thoughtful in everything I'm doing um, and kind of give the songs the best chance. So I'm, I'm happy to have ripped the Band-Aid off or the plaster. I know I get annihilated if I say Band-Aid at home. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so, yeah, so, so it was great. I think that was a great starting point for me, but I'm very, very focused on getting a lot more out this year. So just obviously it's just depending on if the world stays shut down or where we are with that you know of course yeah and it's like one of those things that changes day to day i mean exactly. i have to ask we're on a real housewives podcast you've made music would you ever do it like would you ever want to do a song with a real housewife like a, another candy moment maybe <laughs> erica jane could come on just saying there's options I here love <laughs> absolutely in a heartbeat i would love to do something with erica jane for shits and giggles i would do something with luann um, <gasps> but yes, yes. um uh, yeah, I think Erica Jane is beat. So yeah, love her. I'm obsessed with the idea of like you and Luan duetting, <laughs> and she's like, and "Come on, like, Samantha!" Yeah, it would be yeah. horrific. It would be horrific. Samantha, <laughs> come on stage and join me for a song, <laughs> won't you? <laughs> I'll be like, I'll match that baritone. You know, um, but no, that that would be fun. <laughs> Maybe one of her cabaret gigs. You know, why she's like, it's Countess and Friends. You could come up for a song and yes. be like, okay, Luan. <laughs> yes i could be hopefully one of her friends for sure <laughs> <laughs> oh my god listen stranger the way things have gone the last year and a half nothing surprises me anymore if you told me exactly. yeah i'm doing countess and friends for eight shows i'd be like good for you <laughs> no. like sure why not <laughs> oh, dear. oh my god yes. okay listen i before we go i do want to ask People can check out the new music on streaming services. Cool and Process are the most recent singles. People yes. want to follow you on social media. Where can they find you? Yes, please come say hi. Uh, certainly Instagram. I am Samantha Mumba. Um, same with, uh, well, actually Twitter. Somebody stole my name, so I have to be Samantha Mumba 1. <laughs> oh. But uh, but yes, please do. I, I mean, honestly, I'm very rarely on Twitter. I'm more of an Instagram gal myself. So um, so please do come on over. And like you said, music is anywhere that you stream your music. Uh, it's available and out now. And you can go to Samantha's Instagram and you can check if she's currently following Giselle from Potomac or, or not. Yes. See yes. if she's in her Giselle phase. <laughs> 100% it's like taking out the summer wardrobe I've just taken I'm doing the Giselle follow for a few months and then I'll put it away for a while she's going to notice one day she's going to be like you this chick follows and unfollows every few weeks what's going on here what's her deal what a weirdo that's going to be a storyline in the next season and this one girl keeps following and unfollowing me is she Jamal's side chick <laughs> oh my god literally Oh my god, you should follow Jamal, no, follow stop. Giselle, unfollow Giselle, and then see what she does. I can't, I can't. <laughs> and then, like, follow Karen and, and shade Giselle in the comments on Karen's page. Yes, yeah, slide in Karen's DMs. She'll take any, any shade about poor She'll Giselle. She'll be like, oh, Giselle, honey, don't follow her. She's boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you the Countess. I'm going to get you Karen's perfume for, like... For Christmas or something. Please do. Is it what? Is it in like? Is it in like the Walgreens know. or something? I don't or know. who knows? Le Dom fragrance for all. Le Dom. <laughs> oh my God! Listen, I think on that note, I'm gonna wrap I things up. Samantha peaked. Mumba, we have peaked here. Samantha Mumba, thank you very much for coming on, thank Housewives you for and Me. Having me, 
I so appreciate it and absolutely adore you. So thank you so much. That was Samantha Mumba on Housewives and Me. Can you believe it? A, a true icon of Irish pop music who also has excellent taste in reality TV. Not just Housewives, she means she watches a lot of stuff. So I've added quite a few things to my watch list after chatting to Samantha. I'm very grateful Samantha took time out to chat to me. Do check out her new music. It's so good. The two songs she put out last year, there's such different vibes, but I feel like they really showcase her growth as an artist and her voice, her actual singing voice. Like, oh my God. It's so good, so rich. I'm so excited to get more music from Samantha in 2021. Pop music and reality TV, truly the only two things keeping me going. Uh, Thank you, as always, for joining us for the podcast. If you like what you hear and you're on Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate a rating or a review on the App Store. It takes a couple of seconds and it makes a huge difference for boosting the show and getting word out about it and all that kind of thing. Please subscribe if you enjoy too because we drop new episodes every Tuesday and I have lots of great guests coming up for you over the next few weeks. Until next time, stay safe, keep watching all things Real Housewives and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.